Hello and welcome to All You Ever Wanted to Know. I am Jordan Patswold, and today I am getting the opportunity to speak with Rock Solid Refuge and their executive director, Dallas Block. Dallas, good to have you on the program. How are you doing today? Doing well. Thank you for having me. It's exciting to, to talk with your audience. Yes, well, uh, let's just dive right on in. Uh, Rock Solid Refuge, uh, tell us a bit about uh, this organization, and uh, we'll go from there. Sure. Uh, we're pretty unique in Canada. So Rock Solid Refuge was established back in 2005, and we started working with young people in 2007 um, and have been year-round full-time since 2010. We have a 12-month residential uh, Christian treatment program for adolescents with life controlling issues. Uh, so basically what that means is that uh, we work with young people with substance addictions, pornography addictions, behavioral challenges uh, in a 12-month residential uh, treatment uh, setting uh, and we're, we're fully committed to uh, a Christian um, a Christian worldview and, and engaging the issues that are that are prevalent in the young person's life uh, through the scriptures, through the gospel, um, and, uh, and, and as people who come alongside them in relationship to, to bring them um, to wholeness of life. Mm-hmm. Now, you are located uh, here in Saskatchewan. Can you give us some more background and history of the organization? Sure. Yeah, we're in the southwest of Saskatchewan, uh, down uh, about an hour's drive southwest of Swift Current. A lot of people are familiar with Swift Current because it's right along Highway 1. Yep. Um, and, uh, and, and so... We, we really started Rock Solid in this area just simply because it's where, uh, it's where we were. It's where a group of us was that um, God put it on our hearts. And he put it on our hearts through the, uh, through the journey of a single mom and her 16-year-old son who got caught up in crystal meth. And um, it was really the first time that I was exposed to the depth of uh, substance addiction to that level. And, um, and, and my heart just broke. For, for them as a family. Um, the young man's uncle and aunt actually got really involved in, in his journey as well. And so um, really seeing him really trapped in that scenario and the devastation to everybody in his life. Um, and then uh, as he began to come out of that addiction through uh, the people in his life, uh, as well as through a, a year-long program that a lot of people are familiar with, Teen Challenge, um, which was available to him when he was an adult. Um, we really came together at that point and went, why isn't there something for the teens and for the families when their teenagers are going through it? Uh, and, and so we're, we are quite unique in Canada. As far as we know, um, we're the only long-term residential Christian treatment program for teens that is Christian-based um, in, in Canada. And so... And so we just believed that God wanted to intervene in these young people's lives while they were still teenagers uh, and not have to wait through multiple overdose situations, et cetera, et cetera, uh, before there was a significant intervention uh, in this way. Um, and so um, it's been interesting to us as well that even though we, we started here in Saskatchewan, it's where we're based, uh, we just have the one center at this point. Uh, Lord willing, there'll be more down the road, but uh, it's been interesting that God has brought to us students from all across Canada. And so it's interesting that this province that, you know, has a lot of land area, but not a lot of uh, population, is kind of a light in the darkness uh, of teen addiction. Uh, and so we've had young people come from as far away as New Brunswick, uh, Toronto, Ottawa, Vancouver Island, 
Vancouver, uh, and, and of course the Prairie Provinces as well, but, but we've had the privilege of working with, with uh, young people and families from all across Canada. It's all you ever wanted to know on The Rock 98.5, and today we are talking about Rock Solid Refuge. And, I mean, this is fantastic, uh, like you alluded to, uh, to being able to provide something for those uh, in that adolescent age, because this is really is a make-or-break time in a young person's life as they enter into that phase of adulthood. Uh, but just for whatever the reason, uh, sometimes... Uh, there is that temptation that lies in front of a young person around these years. Uh, oftentimes it can slip right under uh, parents' nose for quite some time. And then the realization or the concern, it can really come out of nowhere to really making a parent recognize that, hey, I, I got to do something here uh, to help my young uh, son in this particular case uh, get back on a path that's going to lead them to a better life in their adulthood. So uh, like you say, 13 to 18, it really, it, it just all depends ultimately for uh, a parent. Is there that process where uh, someone, is it an application process or uh, they have to be running through a checklist of what stage of concern they're at in their son's life where they might need to look at maybe something like rock solid refuge what's that sort of process unfolding uh or unfold like for a parent maybe out there that is concerned for their son and the path and life that they're leading in yeah. these years yeah um we have a number of resources on our website um but a pretty common path is that families you know parents are going through a very difficult season with their with their teenager, their son, um, and, and at this time, just we work with uh, just guys at this point. Lord willing, we'll be able to work with females as well at some point, but um, a family will be going through significant struggle, uh, and, and usually it just continues to escalate, sometimes, uh, sometimes slowly and sometimes quite quickly. You know, the young man that I referenced as, as kind of the inspiration for our program, uh, six months after trying his first joint, he was a full-blown meth addict, and so... That's, that's a pretty quick transition of, of life, watching your son be a very um, vibrant, engaged, um, reasonably responsible young person to being really somebody basically on the streets uh, that uh, was in a full-blown addiction. And so sometimes it's a slow process, sometimes it's quite quick, um, and, um, and, and, and yet most parents, they engage all of the supports and helps that are most readily available to them. Uh, student guidance counselors, uh, youth pastors, uh, pastors, any any number of friends or relatives, anybody, you know, grandparents are often involved when there's this level of struggle. Uh, and, and so uh, they're, they, they've sometimes been to other treatment programs uh, that uh, the government runs and offers as well. Most of them are quite short-term. Um, uh, Dry-out uh, places uh, or detox centers. Um, those kind of things. And, and so parents generally have come to the end of the resources that, that they're able to find uh, before, they, before they find us. And, and then they just get searching online often uh, as to what else is there? Is there anything else that can help? And, and that's really how people have often heard of us uh, in some of these more remote places. Uh, although we've had parents that heard of us on the radio. And so that's also what really excites me that we're having this conversation today because uh, there might be 
some people that are going to hear this that are uh, immediately going to give us a call and, and say, uh, I need some help. Here's our situation, right? Um, once that recognition is there and you'll be able to kind of find us, we do have some of those resources online. What part of our application process even is, uh, is a checklist to go, if, you know, if you're checking off a lot of the, the yeses in this, in this checklist, then you probably need some intervention that's beyond uh, what you can do in your current, uh, in your current situation. Uh, and that's where we come in. Uh, and, and so uh, it's just uh, so important for, for parents to reach out and, and see if this is the right option for them in their situation. Mm-hmm. Again, Dallas Block joining us, Executive Director of Rock Solid Refuge, a 12-month biblically-based program for 13- to 18-year-old male adolescents who are struggling with a variety of life-controlling issues from abuse, substance, uh, substance abuse, pardon me, uh, difficult behavior, pornography, things of that nature. And uh, Dallas, uh, like you mentioned, uh, multiple reasons for why an interview like today is uh, so important because if there are parents out there wondering what options that are out there potentially for maybe their own child or grandson, nephew, something along those lines that is going through a hard uh, season as you described in their life, but also too, uh, just to increase the overall awareness about this organization, how you are faith-based, which is where I want to kind of go into next here too, and how oftentimes uh, different individuals and are looking for those Christian-based organizations that they can uh, maybe particularly support as well and keeping these ministries going uh, because they see the value of faith and God at work through different organizations such as these that are specifically faith-tied and faith-based. So uh, with that, I think that's too, because these do overlap as well, because we got to remember our churches are full of broken people, the ones that are going through things Mm -hmm. like substance abuse, uh, the challenging behaviors. uh, We have addicts in our in our church pews, our neighbors among us, uh, we're not saying that these are people outside of the church. They are very much a part of our congregations and in our own buildings, and we need to try and help them as best we can. Yes, yeah. And, and that's where I get really excited about the ways in which we've been, uh, we felt like we can partner with, with kind of the church in a broad sense, but also with local churches uh, specifically as well. Um, we, we want to be the resource for them and their people and the people that they're connected with uh, that they can't be um, in, uh, with their own resources, right? Um, we are able to put forward um, a program and resources in a way that no local church really can and an intervention that no local church really can. So we, we feel a very warm partnership uh, with, with churches, and so many churches have come alongside of us um, prayerfully, financially, and just really been a part of what we're doing. We love it when we get emails from churches saying, uh, and I just got another one, um, hey, what's your prayer request uh, at this time? Uh, because uh, we, we want to make you our, uh, or you're, you're our missionaries for the month, uh, and, um, and we want to make sure that our people are aware of what you're doing and what you need prayer for, uh, because we just so much uh, need that partnership with, uh, with the body of Christ uh, as a whole. Um, the other part of the partnership with, local churches is that we really want the young people that come here to connect back home with uh, a local church. 
sometimes that's been a reality before they came and we want them to connect even better when they leave. Sometimes it hasn't been a reality at all. Uh, there's no requirement for young people to come here to be of some kind of faith background of any kind. Okay. Uh, and so we've had young people that have come here from lots of different backgrounds. Um, one of my favorite stories is a young man who came that if you'd hand him the Bible and say, can you find the book of Genesis? He would say, I don't know what that means. Um, it was just amazing to have this reality in front of us so that we get to take a journey with this young person that um, is, is just a whole brand new thing for him. And so that was a real special time that we got to spend with that young person in his time here uh, and just really introducing him to the God that we've come to know and love and, um, and the God that, that, that sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to, to die on the cross so that our sins could not only be forgiven but that the power of sin could be broken. And, uh, and so that's a great privilege. And so we want to partner with churches in a way that they understand their role post-program. Um, uh, and and that, that aftercare, it, a lot of that really does land on, on local churches, youth pastors, pastors, mentors, people that will come alongside the, the young person and the family in, in the journey that's beyond um, this one-year uh, program. Great. So let's talk a little bit more about that approach and how it's done at Rock Solid Refuge. So uh, can you guide us through what it's like at Rock Solid Refuge as much as you're able to, just in terms of how this looks over the course of uh, a 12-month period? Is it a matter of still providing a sense of kind of school-based learning just because we are dealing with 13 to 8-year-olds? Are they doing work? Are they doing chores? What is it exactly that this program offers a young person and gets them back on their feet and giving them a fresh start? Yeah. Um, well, kind of the foundation that we, that we function with is that we want to address the young people that come here holistically. So what we mean by that is is that we want to address them knowing that God has created us kind of multifaceted, so mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Uh, so we want to be looking at how are we helping this young people or this young person um, really address being, being whole and healthy in, in all of those different areas, right? So, so mentally, um, that's on a number of different levels, but even just educationally, we're a fully accredited independent school. Um, and... Parents are really interested in that, right? Because that's actually often the first place that they'll recognize that things are coming off the rails. What happened to their grades? We just got a report card and everything is different than we thought it was. You've been skipping what? And, and all of these things, right? Well, we get to have them in-house in here. And so skipping school really becomes a thing of the past here. Uh, <laughs> it's just a part of the whole environment that they're in. And, um, and so their attendance uh, record goes way up here. It's really quite amazing. Uh, but it's really cool because it's also the place where they'll get to recognize uh, some of their most earliest successes. So young people that have come here, uh, literally we've had young people, that, a, a young person that came, I think he was 13 or 14 years old. His average in school at that point, whatever grade 7 or grade 8, whatever he was in, was I think 18%. That was what, where he was at. Um, it took a bit to really get him engaged in the program here. But when he started really, really working, his average literally went up to like 75, 80%. So it's not a matter of intelligence. And so when these young people who have just really they felt failure after failure after failure, 
uh, engage just even the school component, the education component, they begin to see a success happen that gives them kind of the first glimmer of hope often. And so that's just a really neat um, um, opportunity. And so um, emotionally, we believe that God has created us as uh, emotional um, creatures. Uh, we experience happiness and sadness and anger and all of these different things. And so we want to bring all of that into an understanding of, um, of what God, how God has created us for those things um, and, and how that it's right to express those things and bring wholeness and health into, into just our emotional reality. Uh, physically, I mean, we are an active program. Uh, there's not only physical education as a part of our, uh, of our school day, but there's a lot of physical activities in lots of other kinds of ways. And so we engage uh, the young people in, in a part of that. And one of the interesting things that will happen here is that we get young people that are kind of all over the map as far as their physical health. Uh, if they're overweight, often, inevitably, they'll lose weight because they're more active and they're eating more healthy. If they're underweight, um, it's often because they haven't taken care of themselves properly um, and they'll actually gain weight and become um, more healthy as a whole. And so that's been a really uh, amazing thing to just watch over time. And, and even a part of that, just being clean. So you get a young person here, um, one of our current students was into crystal meth, and, uh, and that's part of his, his story before coming here. And, and then after, you know, two or three months being here, him just realizing that, man, physically I feel better, my body feels clean, my whole, and, and again, mentally as well, he feels more clarity. And so just that opportunity to, uh, to have them come into this environment that just naturally leans itself towards some of those changes. Um, but then foundationally, spiritually, um, we really have um, a goal and, uh, and, and a process even to bring them into kind of a full understanding how every part of our lives is to be seen uh, as, as something is given by God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so even all of these other aspects, God is the one who created us this way, and he has intentions for those things. Um, and so we want to look through the lens that, that God is our creator, the scriptures is our, is our compass um, on all things. And so we do everything from a morning devotional every morning uh, as their day of getting started to devotions at the end of the day, and um, prayer before meals, of course, and prayer before a lot of things, actually. Um, they have what we call level work, and in that level work, they'll have assignments of Bible memorization and scripture passages to read. They've also got books to read that would, that would give them uh, a biblical or a Christian understanding of some of the specific issues that they're wrestling with, whether it's substance addiction or whether it's um, other uh, life-controlling issues. Uh, and so we really want to, to see how all of those pieces come, in, come into line, and and all of our students are assigned a staff mentor. And, and part of that mentoring journey is to come alongside them and help them interpret their lives, their decisions, their future uh, through a biblical lens and, and what God has in mind for them. Mm-hmm. And so um, we've just got a, a great opportunity because we're a 24-hour-a-day, seven-days-a-week residential treatment program to really live life with them and show them and display for them uh, and also just walk with them through a year of life, um, showing them something that's, that's new and different. 
Right. Dallas Block is the executive director of Rock Solid Refuge, our guest today on All You Ever Wanted to Know. So again, it is over the course of a year, this program. Uh, what is then the, I guess, involvement or lack thereof in terms of just a parent, uh, once they send their child, are they completely disconnected from them? Uh, is there still a way for uh, communication to be had? What's Rock Solid's Refuge approach in terms of that connection still back to family that are back at home? Yeah, that's a great question and absolutely critical question. Um, we really do see that uh, the parents are partners in the process. Uh, and, and really the greatest success with a young person is going to come with the greatest partnership with the parents. Uh, the, uh, the post care for the young person is really going to be in the parents' hands in many ways. And so <clears throat> we, we partner with them really from day one. In fact, before day one, one of the stories that one of our directors that's a part of the intake process uh, likes to tell is that he was on the phone for literally six months throughout a six-month period before the young person came. Uh, and so we're involved with them before the young person comes, we're involved with them during, and we're involved with them after. Um, our, our counselor uh, has... Uh, in fact, not just um, specific assignments and, tra and tracks for the students for their specific challenges, but he also has a specific uh, curriculum or track for the parents to work through, um, book assignments and, uh, and other aspects, and uh, emailing back and forth and conversations on the phone, and, and, and then hopefully, Lord willing, depending on how far away they live and the, the opportunities, but as many on-site visits as possible during the year. Sure. We also do a family camp every August, and, and so our involvement with the parents is as much as possible. Uh, obviously, it's the young person that we're with kind of 24-7 here, but we really want to interact with the parents as much as possible through the process, even giving them assignments, working through the challenges. Uh, so as much as it's often a reprieve for them to, to not have the pressures of the challenges of that young person in their home every day, um, it's also a time for them to invest in their own growth and in preparation for the journey beyond uh, the 12-month the program here. Excellent. Also a question in terms of, let's talk a bit about uh, the staff at Rock Solid Refuge. Uh, you alluded to uh, a counselor, obviously, and also how it is a school. So can we dive in a bit more about who is, like, not necessarily specific names, but I mean just who is working along the path of restoration for these young people uh, in terms of uh, their days? So just expand a bit more yeah. on, on that from counselors to teachers. Who else? Yeah, it, it takes actually a pretty big team to do what we do here. Sure. Um, so the, uh, the, the most fundamental um, staff member um, job description is, is called the youth care worker, and they work with the, the guys anytime that they're not in school. So they're really walking them forward in the day-to-day -day warp and woof of, of life, getting them up in the morning, giving them consistent routines, coming alongside them when they have emotional challenges or behavioral challenges, um, the struggles that they might go through throughout the evening. Maybe a phone call has been hard, and they're the ones who are going to kind of have that conversation with them afterwards, go for a walk with them. Um, but they're just responsible for the, the students anytime they're not in class. So evenings, mornings, weekends, um, just a critical, critical role here. 
Um, and, and, and currently we're actually looking to hire some youth care workers. So if anybody out there is hearing this and, uh, and their heart is moved to be a part of this and really intervene in some young people's lives where the rubber really meets the road, the youth care worker role is that most rubber meets the road kind of role here. Mm -hmm. um, we do have uh, three staff that are in our classroom. Uh, so we have um, a uh, uh, teacher who is also our education director. Uh, as well as a learning support worker and an education assistant. And, and so it takes uh, a pretty uh, strong staff group to just keep um, them, them uh, engaged in their education. And, uh, and our classroom staff are really uh, engaging and educating a lot of young people here that in most environments they're actually getting kicked out of. Uh, so that makes me pretty excited that, uh, that we get to run a school that is literally educating young people that would otherwise be dropouts um, actually. Uh, yeah. they, they wouldn't be finishing their school or moving on with their school, uh, many of them that we work with. Um, like I did mention before, we have, we have our counselor, the counseling director who works with the students, meets with them at least once a week. Um, it's a very unique role here, very different than, than most counseling roles uh, out there. Yep. Most counseling roles is you, you come to their office and you, you talk to them and, uh, and then you leave their office, and they stay in their office. Um, here at Rock Solid, yes, our counselor has an office, and you might meet with him in the office, but you might also meet with him uh, eating uh, some ramen noodles at uh, 9.30 at night. Um, you might meet with him on the basketball court or over the pool table um, or for a walk or any number of situations. And so it's a, it's a very different scenario for our counselor because um, we recognize that um, I mean, in some cases, our students have had so many counselors already, they're like, I hate counselors. I just don't want to talk to a counselor. So it has to be different. It has to feel different. Um, but also reaching deeper into these young people's lives um, just takes a different approach than, um, than just, hey, come and talk, and then go, and okay, now you're better. No, no, it's actually coming alongside them in a very different way, a much deeper relational way. Um, we, uh, we have directors, student life director. Um, yeah, we also have a fundraising department, so our development uh, director and, and staff under, under that person as well, and, uh, um, and cooks and maintenance and uh, all of these people that it takes, uh, administrators, all these people that it takes to run the organization. Yeah, exactly. uh, and it's a, it's a very large group of people, actually, that it takes uh, to, to do this. Again, Dallas Block uh, with Rock Solid Refuge, our guest today on All You Ever Want to Know, Saskatchewan-based. Uh, can't stress that enough, too, uh, for those that are listening. A 12-month biblically-based program for 13- to 18-year-old male adolescents who are struggling with life-controlling issues, perhaps substance abuse, pornography, challenging behavior. Uh, Rock Solid Refuge offering an option for parents out there wondering how they can maybe get their young person back, their life on track. Uh, Dallas, it has been great to chat with you today. Uh, if people want more information, obviously there is a website, rocksolidrefuge.com. has lots of great testimonials on there as well from former students. Uh, from what I was reading beforehand, that there's a former uh, person that went through the program that is now working at Rock Solid Refuge or, or was as an intern. I think that's just excellent. It speaks for itself how they just believed in what it did for them, which 
which is just fantastic. If people want to pursue this a bit further, though, maybe get Rock Solid Refuge, maybe a bit more information about it. Do you do sometimes we'll see from those ministries, different church presentations. Is that an option if uh, people would like to uh, get maybe Rock Solid Refuge in their church on a, on a Sunday or an evening or something along those lines just to be able to uh, get more information? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We we do travel around and do presentations, whether it's Sunday mornings. At times we'll do, uh, if a church would like us to do a seminar, sometimes in the Sunday school hour or maybe a Saturday night or a Sunday evening, um, we'll do we'll put on seminars for them as well. Um, and so just reach out to us and uh, and ask us to come. We'd love to to come and uh, and if at all possible, we bring uh, a student or two to share their story as well as, as how. Uh, how it's been to be a student at Rock Solid and what God's doing in their life here. And so we do love those opportunities and, and feel that that's a key, a key way that we get to partner with, uh, with churches that are interested in what we're doing uh, and are interested uh, in partnering with us. Um, one other thing that I would just mention is that at this time of the year, we usually are putting on a couple of banquets. And uh, because of our current realities of uh, COVID restrictions and so on, that's just not a possibility. And so we have done what we're, we're calling uh, Hope Lives Here campaign. And, and so instead of uh, the banquets, we've just kind of put it out there that, uh, hey, would you help us um, with kind of our ongoing expenses, but also help us with a couple of projects that we really believe that God wants to get done here. Um, we are working on opening up four extra beds in what we're calling a transition house. And uh, so we have a, an older house on site here that we're repurposing to have students live in. And, um, and we just need financial support, uh, not only to get the house ready, but also ongoingly for the extra staff that it will take. Uh, we're also building up our equine therapy program as well, more and more. And so we're really excited about some of these opportunities, um, but we're, we're feeling a little bit of a crunch in that we don't get to run our banquets that we normally would at this time. So if people out there would, uh, would like to support what we're doing, and particularly this Hope Lives Here campaign this spring, uh, we'd love to have them go onto our website or give us a call, 306-297-3663, and, um, and see how you can partner with us. Well, thanks again, Dallas, for taking some time out of your day to chat with us. Again, Dallas Block from Rock Solid Refuge today on All You Ever Wanted to Know. You can go to their website, rocksolidrefuge.com, or reach out, as Dallas has also outlined, 306-297-3663. Dallas, uh, again, appreciate it so much. Uh, before we wrap up uh, today, anything that people can be praying for Rock Solid Refuge about? Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you asked. Um, and, and I was hoping that I could butt in on you if you didn't ask. Um, we, uh, we, we re- and I said it earlier, we really need the prayerful support of God's people in, in all the things that we do. And so just even thinking about all the things that I just talked about, every component of that, we are just so dependent on God uh, to do what we can't do in ourselves. Uh, this place is really a testimony to His, his work, His power, um, bringing about things that, that we just thought, well, you know what, let's try and see what God wants to do with it. And God just took it and, and has, has made something of it. Um, but more specifically, uh, you know, we have uh, a student that recently graduated, and so his transition home is so critical. And so pray for the students that have graduated um, recently, over, even over the last six months, 
um, that that they will really embrace what God has has shown them and taught them here. Um, we've got some new staff members that are here, and so pray for them as they kind of kind of get into the groove of things here. But really, all of us as staff need prayer because uh, every day, it, it, at times, I like to say every day is a new adventure. We're not always sure what's going to come uh, at any given day, but we know what God has put us here to do, and and we want to be faithful with that. And so so we we need prayer for that. Um, and then for us to continue to do this, but also um, we really believe that there is much, much more that needs to be done. And I really only alluded a little bit to the fact that um, you know we want to open this transition house, but really that only represents the fact that we want to open up multiple houses, not only on this campus, but we're praying that God will allow us to open up um, maybe a whole other campus for girls, multiple campuses even across Canada. Uh, and so the long-term vision is that you know what, the beds we have available here, they're not enough. They're not, even, they're not even hardly touching a drop in the bucket of the need that's out there. And so we need people to come surround us with prayer uh, that, uh, that God would provide uh, for, uh, for us, both in our current reality, but also in the vision that we believe he has put on our hearts uh, to see more young people and more families helped. So we really appreciate um, the opportunity to share with you and, uh, and that um, people out there will hear this and, and be in prayer for us. Ah, well, thank you again, Dallas, taking some time to join us on the program uh, then for today. RockSolidRefuge.com. Again, people can access, get all the information that they need. Uh, again, it's all you ever wanted to know on The Rock 98.5. Until next time, have yourself a wonderful day and be blessed.